What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond, Beyond the Void. Void Horror Podcast. I am your host, Alex, and my lovely co-host is... Christina. We are here for episode 177, Live in the Bunker, coming to you live and direct from the industrial scenes bunker in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So not really, but we're all quarantined for the most part, at least... The ones that are not stupid enough to go around spreading it, uh, as we've been seeing. And I'm on my first day of quarantine tomorrow because I, I I now work from home. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We just had to fucking set up her whole computer and we're at home and Pain in the ass. give her like a separate section and like because she's like part of the essential uh, pharmacy pe- tech. Yeah. Pharmacy she, people. Yeah. So she's so got, got to it, work. I got to work so you can get your medication. I'm glad you're home though because like every time you went out I'm like she's going to catch it and she's going to bring it here and I'm going right. to have to kill her and put her in the garage. Right. I'm not... <laughs> I'm uh I'm not looking that forward to working from home. I know. But all these if all these fucking idiots didn't come to work sick when they were told not to come to work sick, right? Then I could probably stay in the building. They put a sign on the door, guys, first, and then they put a big fucking like like a <laughs> like one of those things that you'd put up on a stand so that you could do a presentation at fucking work. Yeah, that said, don't come in sick, or if you have a fever, stay home. Yeah. So and, and they still did. They still came in. So, so they're now, like, all right, well, now you've ruined. The everybody. whole building, the whole building has to go home. No tr- exception. Truth be, though, like if anybody was sick with it anyway, it wouldn't matter if they showed signs of sickness. So yeah, I mean, they're I saying that it has like 14 days, you know, that you can be sick. Some people earlier, some people later. Right. So, but anyway, but anyway, there is some silver lining that has happened during this time, and there are a few things that have come out that are helping people in cope with the time that they have. You know, obviously, hopefully, this doesn't last as long as we think it will but you know hey you never know we never know but and i you know if it's hard for people on day to day week to week you know to have food and shit like that right but you know for those of us stuck in our home i mean obviously i have an entire collection of movies i could watch literally for for two years straight without missing a movie we're like repeating a movie So, yeah, guys, if you're looking for any stuff to watch or listen to, 
please check out our YouTube channel. I'm trying to build that up um, and get more people on it. We do a lot of other reviews and things on there that we have done, like uh, Guns Akimbo. We did Ghost Killers versus Bloody Mary. We did Veronica. I mean, there is a ton of stuff on there. Even Fantasy Island 2020 that we reviewed on there, I reviewed. So if you haven't already, please do look up Beyond the Void Horror Podcast on, on there. This is probably the best time to be listening to podcasts since there is nothing to do. It's either that, watch movies, listen to music, keep each other company, play games. Go for a walk. Right. Mm-hmm. But some of the theaters have closed, obviously. So there are a couple movies that came out by Universal and Blumhouse, which is The Invisible Man and The Hunt, which we're going to be talking about today. And uh, yeah, it was really expensive to rent. They're very, they were extremely expensive to rent. Yeah, it was 20 bucks a pop, guys. I, it's price. Do you think it's price gouging? Do you think it's taking advantage? I don't think they should have charged that much, considering that me and you. We'll pay eleven dollars to go see a movie during the day. Yeah, for the two of us, they should have charged like thirteen. <clears throat> if if everybody was like going to other people's houses and they were worried about it, we're in a quarantine. Yeah, exactly. People aren't hanging out. You're not going to fill a room of twenty people and then expect you know. Oh well, we're charging twenty to give the average, but you know it's something new. This is the start, and we don't know if it's going to change things uh, inevitably. But you know, we've always kind of thought that eventually it would get to that point, right? Where we would be able to watch movies from home, and it would be more expensive to kind of counterbalance it anyway. So I guess this makes sense. Right. Right. You know, twenty dollars. But a lot of people don't even make twenty dollars an hour. Right. You know what I mean? That's kind of well. It is an hour and a half movie, so one of them. Well, two of one of them's two hours. So right, right. <laughs> I'm just saying. So that's ten bucks an hour yeah. to watch the movie. We're, I'm talking about both the movies. Oh, I'm not talking about both the movies. I'm talking about one movie. Right. So yeah, ten dollars ma- an hour. The basically. math's easier to, for one. I- I see what you mean. To our movie. The math is easier, Alex. I'm losing my fucking mind, Christina. I've been in here for days. Soon we're going to eat the dog. So. Poor Murray. Yeah, sorry, Brady. Oh, uh, we run out of beans. You're going in the pot. <laughs> uh, do you know how to skin animals, by the way? Or? What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're out of control. Speaking of quarantines, I think it might be that time. Oh, yeah. Horse shots! Christina had sort of an idea. She she got the idea from somebody's comment. Why don't you go ahead and explain? Somebody said they, they were, you know, quarantined, so they were going to start drinking quarantinis. Right. And I was like, oh, my God, that's such an awesome name. Then, then, so we decided, this is like a week ago. Mm-hmm. We were going to do it for last week, actually, but we yeah. decided not to because we usually theme our horror shots based on the movies that we're watching. And we decided to do something a little different today and just do a shot based on the situation that we're all fucking in right now for right. the most part part uh hopefully some better some worse but we thought it would be kind of fun to have a quarantine shot that we would make up so we figured out the ingredients for this and part of it is actually something i used to do on tour uh-huh we would do this pretty much on a regular basis right it, just because to have something to mix it with but it was daniel's idea in a way and then uh-huh. you came up with the ingredients on your own so it's like and then you're like, hey. Yeah. I so this is not that. based off any of the movies that we're watching today, guys. This is specifically just a quarantini based on the, the situation. situation. <laughs> yeah. 
So, and we're, and of course, I, I can't believe I actually have to say this. This shot will not prevent COVID-19 from spreading, nor will it help you in any other regard other than give you something that tastes delicious. Or so we hope. Oh, we hope. Yeah, we haven't tasted it yet. <laughs> well, I know what it tastes like because I've had them before, but they're not amazing, but they're not bad. Okay. So anyway, Christina, why don't you go ahead and tell us what's in a quarantini? So we have an ounce of vodka. Right. Just straight, And then a half a packet of emergency. Right. You know, the emergency packets. And then we topped it off. The orange ones. The orange ones. Yeah, you have to do the orange ones. You need to get some vitamin C gummies. The ones that look like orange, the orange slices. slices. Yeah. yeah. And you got to put them on top. Yeah, you can stick them on a toothpick so that you would do it kind of like you would with olives in a martini. And also, if you want to see a picture of the shot, we if you didn't know, we started doing the actual pictures of the shots we're taking. It's linked and on the website, the picture of the shot. Yeah, we'll be, we'll be posting that later on. But if you want to check it out, go to our horror shot section at longlivethevoid.com. So. That's right. So we're um, going to do this. Let's do this. So Christina actually made it. We took some really fancy pictures, which we're really proud of. Yeah, and I'm really proud of these. I, d- I forgot I had these. Uh, stir it up. Make sure you stir these, it. These uh, martini um, shot glasses, which I don't even think they're shot glasses. I actually think they're candle holders. <laughs> now, 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 we didn't mention the other things that we're supposed to tell them, Christina. There's oh, a, there's, there's a now process. The, the, there's simple ingredients in this. There's literally two. One ounce of vodka one and, and a half a packet in each shot that you're going to do. We even have these little martini glasses, which are really fucking cute, um, that are like shot glasses. So what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to put on your plastic, your surgical gloves. So we're going to put those on real quick. Putting on my glove. The- oh, this is the one you use. Great. Now I'm going to die. What? <laughs> I got little puffy fingers. <laughs> just You just got to you gotta make sure you pull out the, the, the tips of the fingers and squash what do you down. Like, what do kind you of like a condom. When you use a condom, you make sure the reservoir is still uh, good there. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so then you when you put on your gloves, after you put your gloves on, you're going to stand about six feet away. <laughs> Social distancing. Social distancing. Good practice. Good, good health. And you say, wash your fucking hands. Oh. You said it was good. Oh, oh, God, that's disgusting. Eat the gummies. It was pure vodka. My mouth's burning. Mm. Is your mouth burning? I mean, it is vodka. Yeah, but vodka usually does. Once you're done, you're going to take the surgical glove and help out your partner with a Corona hand job. So. <laughs> I'm not even laughing. <laughs> I would use lube, but make sure straight from the pump. You could even use you could even use some of the uh, hand sanitizer. Maybe that would help <laughs> jerk somebody off. That and you clean it. So, I mean, it's kind of like a killing two birds with one stone. Gotta kill those germs. Right off your dick. I don't know about the vagina. That might actually hurt. <laughs> Although, I think alcohol in the tip of your pee hole would probably suck, yeah. too. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Didn't we watch some movies or something? Yeah. So if you guys would like to try a quarantini, all you got to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section. Now, that's it for horror shots. All right, guys. So now we're going to jump into our flesh and potatoes of our The Invisible Man and The Hunt. Right now.
Christina did the work on this one just a little bit. Just Not a little bit. Just a heads up. We're going to do our spoiler free part for this, by the way, like we always do. So if you don't want anything spoiled, don't worry. And you couldn't afford the $20. Don't worry. We have timestamps below on all of our stuff that we put this out on, including the link to the episode and even in the SoundCloud all the notes of every episode, it always has the timestamp, so don't worry. But anyway, Christina, go ahead. The Invisible Man from 2020. Yes. When Cecilia's abusive ex takes his own life and leaves her his fortune, she suspects his death was a hoax. <gasps> As a series of coincidences turn lethal, Cecilia works to prove that she is being hunted by someone no one can see. <gasps> Who is it? Oh my God. Tag- it's the Invisible Man! <laughs> The tagline for this movie is, what you can't see can hurt you. That's the tagline. That's the tagline. That's terrible. What you can't see can hurt you. That sounds terrible. It, it really does. I think it was on movie posters, too. Ugh. All right. This was written and directed by Lee Wanell. Wanell. That works. All right. He also directed Insidious Chapter 3, Upgrade. And he also directed the upcoming Escape from New York. And he's written scripts for the whole Insidious series, Cooties, mm-hmm. and Saw 2. Nice. Yeah, he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I just said. Y- yeah, that's what I mean. He's written a lot more than he <laughs> oh, has yeah, directed, he's, though. He's written a lot more than these. These are just like the staple. Yeah, he's just directed like four like. things, I think, at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's written all the Insidious series. So mm-hmm. anyway, and that was a good series. I like the series. Anyway. All right. Starring Elizabeth Moss, who plays Cecilia. She's most known for Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Um, She was also in Mad Men, Girl Interrupted, and she was in Us. Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele's Us. Okay, Oliver Jackson Cohen plays Adrian. He was in The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. And he was also in The Raven, which we watched recently. Hmm. Adelis Hodge, who plays James, he was in Hidden Figures. I love that movie. A Straight Out of Compton. Haven't seen that movie. He was in that Black Mirror episode, Black Museum. Storm Reed, who plays Cindy, who's the his uh, James's daughter. Um, she's in the upcoming Suicide Squad movie, and she was also in Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time, yeah. Wrinkle oh, in the time. new one, or yeah, the, the, old one? the okay. new one with Oprah. Because yeah. when you even go to her IMDb, it's just like Oprah everywhere. Right. <laughs> you know, uh, the budget for this movie it was seven million. Hmm. Has it made any? So far, it's grossed 123.6 million. million. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's huge. It really is. Wowzers. And that's I'm not impressed. even these digital ones because we got it the first day. So who knows how much it's making on digital. It seems like the best movies b- seem to be uh, Universal and Blumhouse when they team up. Yeah, I think you're like Blumhouse seems to kind of I don't want to say drop the ball. It's not about that. It's just I think they're doing too many projects at at, at once. Right. And Universal's like, hey, we need to organize it. I don't know what it is, but the the two of them combined, even if you don't like their movies, I'm not saying that just because they're doing well means you like them. There's a difference. Right. What I am saying is that they're actually very successful working together. So. Right. That's interesting, though. And then what did you think about this movie, The Invisible Man, Mr. Alex? (laughs) Mr. Alex. Sounds weird. Um, (laughs) So, wow. Uh, What a fucking surprise, dude. Like, first off, I was half and half with going to see this movie when I first saw the trailer. I was like, yeah. On one hand, you know, I thought, hey, this isn't a bad idea to combine an obsessed 
fucking crazy guy with the Invisible Man. We've kind of seen this before in Hollow Man, but in Hollow Man, where Kevin Bacon, he is self-inflicted. He changed, he, he takes on this drug, if I recall correctly. He injects it into his body or something like that and then becomes crazy because of it. Oh man, I don't know. And he loses his mind. Movie. So it's similar to that, but this one's like the guy was crazy beforehand. So, you know, I've seen other movies with similar concepts as this, not the invisible part. That's the like the anomaly. That's the different thing. Right. That's the piece that like ties it all together. But I've seen other movies that have done similar concepts like this, whether they be relationship thrillers or something like that, you know, like home invasion of these guys or Sa- whatever the fuck it psycho is. Psycho stalker. Yeah, psycho stalker kind of boyfriends yeah. or even uh, oh yeah, girlfriends. ex-homeowners like that one movie oh, with yeah. the fucking Randy Quaid or whatever. Yeah, I forgot about that. Similar kind of concept in a way, but the story for some of those tend to jump the shark a little bit, you know? So it can be kind of bubblegummed up and, and turn sour throughout the movie. Like right. it'll be good for a little while and then it's just like, okay, here's where the movie couldn't sustain itself. There's filler. Yeah, yeah. like it's something about it, you know, it's just like, it's like, okay, well, the, the cat's out of the bag. Now it's just garbage. Right. I don't know. Some Those movies tend to do that a lot. But no, no, on this movie, The Invisible Man 2020, it's like a thriller slasher and one that actually takes its time and really lets not only the killer score work with this movie but the pacing of the shots and the camera work all work together perfectly like it's really good and add in some you know pretty good acting on top of it to combine into this sort of thriller slasher with like really great pacing and direction you know it really surprised me as to how well it was done i really felt like a lot of tension right from the beginning and a little frustration as the protagonist who is played by elizabeth moss is put in some very frustrating situations with people not believing her, which is a typical trope in these kind of films. Right. Uh, regardless if it's a horror, invisible, whatever. You know, most movies that attempt to do this somehow cheese it a lot, like we were talking about by the end. There's like just some really bad stuff, and you have to really suspend your disbelief. You know, Mm -hmm. plus it does have some very obvious parallels to abuse that women may encounter that you could make with this type of film that, you know, like this is the kind of I don't know, it's 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 in there and it actually takes its time so that you can understand what that's like as someone feeling trapped in a relationship like that and does so without actually making you question its authenticity or somehow making it seem pushy, like so many people screech on the internet about, you know, you're pushing an agenda. It's right. like, you know, what, are we not allowed to tell stories like this anymore? Like, I just don't agree with that 100%. I don't, you know, I can understand feeling pushy, but like, like just seeing it in a movie does not mean it's an agenda. Okay. Uh-huh. And this movie does a good job of not pushing some sort of agenda, but more to push the story and this sort of setting that they provided for this movie. You know, it makes sense. It all works together. So for those easily triggered, you'll be all right. Don't worry. Okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you made me have a little sip of some corn quarantine you'll be all right (laughs) but plus you know it it sort of dives in off the get with the intensity because it's like real tense like i mean i'm not going to spoil it for you but it's right off the bat like the first scene the very first scene is her trying to To escape escape yeah Yeah. i guess one could argue that it should have made you hate the protagonist a little bit more by sort of showing you more of why the character is so bad but I think that they did it tastefully and they were still able to pull off that feeling. 
Right. So I could see some people maybe feel that way a little bit without spoiling it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been a little hesitant, though, to check this one out. We were going to go see it and things came up, which I'm sure you'll explain. Yeah. Yeah. But that all subsided as soon as I watched this movie. Like as soon as I started watching it, I was engrossed into the film immediately and it kept me and my attention through the whole way through. I think Lee Wannell has done some really good writing in the scene for horror, in my opinion. His direction has been sprouting as of late, too, with him not only writing this one, but also directing it. And I think it's a winning combination. Like, he really knew how it was going to flow. And it's really important in a pacing movie. Oh, especially, To be written and directed almost. It feels like the best thrillers that I always see, not always, but some of the best are written and directed by the same people. Right. Sometimes it works out, but... Now, does this beat the H.G. Wells original old universal Invisible Man? I mean, that's kind of weird to say because it's a very old film one and two this is a very separate different type of film that has a few minor nods to the original in the film to sort of pay homage to it but nothing that is story driven right you had to point those out to me right for and i was like oh okay right yeah, yeah there was just a couple of uh, images i guess you could say throughout the movie that were to say tip of the hat you know to the invisible man right you know the original but this is very much its own thing guys and it has some twists but not too many and ones that i actually didn't mind too you know because inevitably the end is really where it could flop you know you could spin around the bars for a million times but if you dismount and roll and bust your head on it fucking on the floor then you're not gonna it's really not gonna be remembered (laughs) you know what i mean people forget it they're like oh yeah you remember when they flopped like so hard on the ground and busted their head open and beans poured out (laughs) (laughs) just making sure you're paying attention christina (laughs) i know i get wordy but i'm almost done guys don't worry (laughs) very wordy Plus, the way they do things in the film felt very much like a technical feat for filmmaking, which all the movies have dabbled in because how they how do you make an invisible man invisible and seem like he's attacking or doing things? You know, like it's usually strings or CGI. And they kind of used a really good uh, balance of both, I think, in this one. And I don't know how they did it. And I would be glad to see how they did it in the making of in the Blu-ray or whatever that comes out because I really want to see it. Like, it was really good. Like, there were some aggressive scenes in the movie that were just like, Oh, yeah. Holy How did shit. they do that? Yeah, like, yeah. that looks legit. Yeah. And I was, like, impressed with it. That 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 really took it a notch up, too. They must from, have made an Invisible Man suit for this movie. Well, I mean, they could <laughs> green screen it, but that's a lot more technical than people right. realize. Totally. You know what I mean? Unless you are simultaneously, you put a camera on a tripod and you have it flow, not a tripod, but one, like on a, a gimbal, I think it's what it's called, where they where they ride it on a track and do it at the same time as you know every oh, take, right? So that they act within that same time, so they could do the background of it at the same time and then cut oh, him out at chore- the same time. Corey choreographing nightmare i don't know if i'm making sense but anyway uh i think it's a it's a damn good movie and i definitely rewatched the shit out of this fucking movie i'd say this is probably an 8.5 overall it's a damn good film that is close to perfection if it wasn't sort of borrowing from familiar stories right you know in a way but it's done really well outside of the genre of these typical type of films so and it makes it kind of horror and gory and kind of fucked up i i thought it was really good but i, th- I think it's still worth watching and owning so i hope we pick it up 
Right. What about you? Well, I think we'll probably pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) You liked it? Yeah. So when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, this is cool. And then also, I felt the same way when I saw the Fantasy Island trailer. But we went and saw Fantasy Island. I was extremely disappointed. So going into this and watching this movie, my my hopes weren't that high. Right. It's like, how do you make a Fantasy Island movie where you could do all these similar things and it just doesn't work? And then they do this and it's like really good. Yeah. And then it's really good. And it is Lee Whannell and he does have somewhat of a... A good uh, right mind for these kind of things, but anyway. right, which makes sense. And I don't know if it has anything to do with what you're saying about the Bloom House and Universal thing, right? But that might have a little bit to do with it. But uh, I, and then like you mentioned the H.G. Wells story. I know it doesn't have a lot to do with the story. It's just like they just took parts of of you know the main thing out of his and they just reinterpreted. Which I really really like the story. Yeah, I felt the plot. Uh, it was a little predictable, like okay. you were saying. It was kind of tropey and obvious, especially in the beginning. They do have some good twists, though, you don't think? I was just going to say that. It was worth it. It was worth sitting through. I, you said the pacing was good. I thought the pacing was a little Yeah, but you're not slow. much. You're not very tolerant of pacing. Yeah, exactly. I think it was good pacing. Exactly. Just like... In some parts, it's like you're looking, and it's like, okay, is is that guy there? Is the invisible guy there? Like, what? Like, what's going on? I like that. <laughs> you know? I really appreciate the shots that they took the time with. Right. Like, I I think that if they would have rushed it, it would have been just that bubblegum bullshit that I was talking about. Right. Right. But it's it's totally worth the the twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Totally worth it. Oh, and I kind of got a little bit frustrated with this movie in a good way. Like, it made me feel uncomfortable. But it, it made me, like, pay attention. You mean frustrated with the fact that no one was believing her? Is that kind of what you yeah, mean? That, that, yeah, that That's, was really that, frustrating. That means they did a good job. Yeah, exactly. That was really frustrating. It's because like, no it's one's not... going to believe her? Jesus Christ. Yeah, and it's like, it, does, it doesn't it does wait. It waits for the whole, practically the whole fucking movie. So it is right. kind of frustrating. I can see that. Yeah, yeah totally. And <laughs> it made me think of, like, Harry Potter's um, The Invisibility Cloak. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, well, why didn't they just use a invisibility? Visibility cloak. Yeah. Why did he have to create a suit? If, anyway. if if Harry Potter was uh, abusive, abusive ex boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, <laughs> Hermione, <laughs> I'm watching you. But I also wrote down that I really this made me really want to watch on the total other end of the spectrum. Uh, memoirs of an Invisible Man. Oh, with Chevy Chase? Chevy Chase yeah. and Daryl Hannah. I was thinking about that too because I was thinking of Hollow Man and I was thinking about Hollow Man 1 and 2 and then that one. I was like, you know, that wasn't a bad movie that I recall. Right. And it was kind of funny but it wasn't like too funny. Right. It was like done in a regular way. I want to I rewatch It was like one. the ghost dad for Chevy Chase. Yeah, of, exactly. It's like Bill, Bill Cosby's ghost dad <laughs> ghost <laughs> for dad. Chevy oh Chase. Oh my God. But I gave this an 8 out of 10. Really? Okay, yeah. well that's good. So we'll good. probably buy it on 4K okay. Sunday. It's really money. a dark film in a lot of ways. Yeah, it really is. And I think Elizabeth Moss did a really good job. Um, because I'll be honest, like, I mean, I know this sounds fucking really shallow, but I don't find her, like, attractive. But she's a really good actress. She's a great actress. And she reminds me of... I'm not saying that if... someone needs to be attractive for them to be a good actress. I'm she just reminds saying. me of Toni Collette. She did a really good job. Yeah. I don't know about Tony Collette. Tony well, Collette is as, good. As in, but she's also older. She's had more experience. But everybody gives her shit because she's not a good looking woman. Elizabeth Moss is a good actress. Yeah, I, she I, I'll say that. She she really impressed me here. That shit pisses me off because I have read some reviews where they're like, I don't understand why a rich man would get with a an ugly, ugly white woman or something like that. 
And I'm like, that's not the point. Like, you're missing the point. Did really people say that? Yeah, people did. And women said that too. That should be huh. But anyway. I mean, she's that. Now I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, guys, we're going to get into some of our spoilers. We do have spoilers that we want to talk about for those of you who have seen the movie. If you haven't, of course, like I mentioned before, go down to our timestamps in our fucking episode and you can see for yourself. You can either go to the link or follow the information in the episode and go to the point in the episode where we are talking about the next movie, which is The Hunt. And uh, check out the spoiler free review on that. Here is your warning. So, so, so we don't have trivia actually on this. It's mostly just scenes and spoilers that I wanted to talk about. But I wanted to ask you, did you feel they needed to add more story as to how controlling the bad guy was? No. Or did you feel it was like good the way it was? I, I, we're in the spoiler section, right? Yeah. We're talking about, yeah, because we had this conversation while we were watching it. Sort of. Right, right. And I wanted to bring it up. So I don't think so because right towards the end, you started to, okay, this is for me. I started thinking, oh my God, maybe she was overreacting to him. She made it all up. Yeah. Or she didn't make it all up, but maybe she was just like overreacting. What a twist that would have been. Yeah. People would have been upset. Yeah. If it was that way. Oh, I would have been upset. (laughs) They would have fucking like boycotted the fucking movie. Yeah. But I think it it was his kidnapping incident. It was like. That, you know, you start questioning it. Oh, did the brother blah, 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 you know. Right. Yeah. So, I, I thought because we had talked about it. we were like, well, at least they didn't have a rape scene. Yes. That's I what really we were talking app- about. I that. really appreciate that. Yeah. And I think they that, didn't need to. I don't think you need to. If you know how to do it right, you can make a creepy person creepy without showing that necessarily. But and they did it. I don't know. Is it considered lazy if they don't show it or is it considered too much if they do? I mean, I've seen movies that are good movies that have had those moments in them and I don't disrespect or or hate these movies because they've had them in them. But I totally understand not wanting to see it because when I see it happening, I don't like it. But sometimes that that moment is pivotal in how I feel towards the movie. Do you right. see what I'm saying? That's why and, I'm asking. Right. And I think if you would have known how she got pregnant. Right. Like, would that whole situation in the moment change for you if you would have seen the scene of, of a ghost fucking her pretty much, you know? <laughs> well, they did like, that in the fucking movie, the pair, uh, the, what was it? The entity. Where oh, they, yeah. That's remember right. they used was, the air, the like blue so air on her boobs and stupid. stuff to make it seem like there was fans on her boobs. So stupid. Yeah. They just removed the sound and then went in afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That movie is pretty intense. And then they also have Ghostbusters where he gets a blowjob from a ghost. Remember? Yeah, I remember. We ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> Not if they're giving you a blowjob. Dude, that's totally fucking his fantasy. And I've heard him talk about it. Danny Aykroyd. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd. He's like, he's totally, that's his fucking right, fantasy. Like, right. he when he he's was a, a kid, he dreamt about that. Right. <laughs> He's like, man, what if ghosts give blowjobs? <laughs> anyway, so we're way off we the topic. We can stop talking about ghost sex. Ghost, ghost jobs? Ghost rape. Ghost jobs. <laughs> Paranormal. Mm, I don't know what it is. <laughs> There's some of the scenes, though. I was like, Paralingus. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. You're out of control. Paralingus. Okay, never mind. I'm stupid, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, back to the Invisible Man. Oh, what was I going to say? Um, I don't know. Oh, because you were saying with some of the scenes when they're fighting, and it, they did a really good job. I don't know how the fuck they did that, but it it looked like. Do you think maybe they got an actual um, poltergeist? 
They summoned a poltergeist. Oh, you said that. I didn't think so. <laughs> they summoned a poltergeist to pe- beat her up. Yeah. For you, the scenes. That was a really cool scene, though. When she, You're like. talking about the one in the kitchen? Yes. That was where I was like, how the fuck did they do this? Yeah. Like, how did they do it? Like, so I really want to see the extras on the Blu-ray. Right. Because, like, I really want to know. Like, because it seems like like what they did was really cool. Um, also, I wanted to mention the beginning of the movie because this is what really got me, eased me into the whole film. Is that, one, she's trying to escape. She The movie starts off with her waking up, laying next to Adrian, her boyfriend, or whatever. And he's got his arm over her and she's like, pulls his arm off of her, sets it down, climbs out of bed, like really slowly, walks around to the other side of the bed, says his name softly to make sure he's not listening. You see the diazepam bottle a, a bottle or whatever. And then she grabbed the thing of water, which had the diazepam sprinkle in. Right. So yeah. that they wouldn't find it. Right. And then goes and she turns the uh, camera right, but, to him to watch to make sure he doesn't but wake up. But every little, every single one of those steps and the tension that was in there, it really made you feel like, okay, this, she's really scared. Yeah, she's Like, really she's serious. really scared. So whether we know what he has done to her in the past or not, nobody would act this way unless they were really fucking scared. Right. And what really, like, fucking freaked me out is when she was getting into the sister's car and he just comes flying like towards the window get and out of like, the car the now window. yeah, yeah. it's great that's was i was like Jesus and then he punches Christ. the window yeah it breaks the window like jesus christ dude <laughs> calm the fuck down you know how hard it i mean it, it's not impossible to punch a window and break it but it's right. not easy right you know like yeah especially a car window yeah like, i've those taken really hard when i was a kid i did some dumb shit you know and like it's not easy right. you know you'll hurt yourself yeah i tried to break a window once because i locked my keys in the right car, that's what i'm saying and, oh my god it took i had to get a hammer and then it was literally like i had a bang 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 <laughs> i don't know it's just crazy thinking about like all the little steps that they did and you say it's slow but to me those are very necessary shots and things to really build the pacing plus i really like the characters in this i didn't mention that in the spoiler the characters in this are really likable like yeah i love the daughter right like that you really feel like there's a connection there yeah you know, like you they really all do. like and really the, got along and the sister right the, yeah well the sister was like really bitter and you could like write off the it was just written well yeah it was written really it was well written and acted really well it and again it's nothing that's like super groundbreaking but right. It still does a really good job of fucking painting the picture and doing it really well and making a good good film in the end. Right. So there was that one point where when she finds the suit, because you find out at some point that it's a suit, I thought for the whole time I was like thinking... Did he spray himself? Like, I thought that that little rig. Remember, because she when she's leaving, she walks past his fucking studio. Right, right. And she looks in that window for like 10 seconds and she looks inside in there. And look, I thought it was like a spray tanner type thing where it like, you know, it sprays, but it was holding the suit. holding it, yeah. And so when she goes in and she grabs the suit, do you think that that was legit? Like the suit looked cool or do you think it was like too much? I don't know. Now that you 
said something. I just wonder how that kind of thing would be powered. Oh, I see. The suit needed to be connected because when she was on the monitor, remember, and she had to hit mode because she didn't even know what it was until right. she hit that mode button. So that's why it was it was hooked up to the spray tan. Right. Like scientifically, machine. there's a lot of missteps here, but it's you well, suspend your disbelief for it just enough. Well, it's not real. Right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, like this guy's a genius. He makes all this technology. I'm thinking if there's all these cameras in there, he must have like he must be in like stage 25 Oh, you know, because yeah. like, well, how is he powering uh, like all of these cameras to be able to reflect <laughs> that much fucking? When you're you're talking about the technology in the movie, you reminded me something bothered me really much. She had her fucking cell phone on the entire time, right? Like, yes. hello, he's tracking you, dumbass. Yeah, and she can't figure it out. How is he finding how is he me? Finding it's like all he had to do is put a fucking thing on his phone, and if he's that crazy, right. yeah, it wouldn't be that far fetched. And oh. yet, you didn't get a new phone the whole fucking right. movie. Exactly, get a burner phone for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Um, another thing that I thought was really amusing too is when uh they had the big fight in the house and. She she ran out of the house, right? She's standing in the middle of the street. And I didn't even realize. I was like, why is she just getting into that car? I didn't realize she called it. She got an Uber. Yeah. Like, I, I thought that was really, I was that like, was oh. That was a really quick Uber, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was like, dang, this, these Ubers are They like, didn't say it was Uber, but. Well, you know, a ride-sharing <laughs> Could have been Lyft, guys. Yeah, we don't whatever. know. In the battle of best rides. I mean, everybody's hurting right now, though. Fuck. Oh, my God. Think yeah. about that. They like, really would you are. want strangers getting in your car? No. During this time? No, I actually didn't take, because I'm on Waymo now, the driverless cars, and I was like, oh, I need to take that. And the the Saturday I was going to take it, I talked myself out of it because I was like, I don't know who's been in that car. I don't right. know if they sanitized that car. I, you know. Fuck, man. We're going to be like fucking, it's like when you think that you, when you've had bugs crawling on you, you just can't get that oh. thought out of your head. Now Wait. it's like you got viruses crawling all over all everything. Over you. Well, you know, you know what I do to protect myself? Because like, I go to, I was going to work every day. Anyway, what else, what other scenes you like? I thought, well, the, the point I was trying to make was that I thought they were going to have an invisible battle with that suit. Oh, yeah. You I kept thought saying that, that they were, she was going to go invisible and start hunting him, which I thought would be kind of an interesting twist too, but they didn't end up doing that. I liked what they did. Although though. the end. Well, you know, it was. But I don't know what else they could have done. I guess right. it was good for... But I'm just saying, like, how would they fight? Like, they wouldn't be able to see each other. Yeah, <laughs> that would, we wouldn't be able to see them fight. I know. What a boring fucking yeah, movie that would be. that's probably why they didn't do it. That would have been a boring scene. But I did like it when she, like, when she uh, flicked the paint on him. Oh, then, you know, cool. they could have made it cool, though, because, like, you could see her grab a knife and it floating around and them sort of, like, trying to <laughs> stab each other. Even though they can't even see each right, other. Right, you know what I mean? Like, and, like, maybe someone's slamming into a wall. Speaking or... of the floating knives... Oh my god, the scene when uh the sister got killed. Holy shit. I was I think I was screaming. I was like, what the fuck? What, Wait, what? the fuck? Oh, when the yeah. sister got killed in the restaurant? No, that's what you said. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was like and that shit was bloody. Yeah, it was. Bloody. Yeah, she just but he puts the knife right in her hand. It's like zip. Yeah, it was like, and whoop. she's like, wait, what the fuck? And it was like a good minute. She was just holding the knife, like, what the fuck? And everybody's like freaking out, like, and I, I just, man, that that helplessness feeling is very frustrating. Yeah, frustrating. Yeah. Exactly, it is. And I think that that's why it did a good job because I think that. I don't think a lot of people really understand what that's like. Right. To have that kind of feeling. Right. When you are accused of lying. Right. I'm not saying that people don't lie. 
and make stuff up about that kind of thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but it, but it happens, is a very obviously. Yeah, like I don't think it was pushy though because no, it made think- me feel something that I hadn't. You know, like maybe as a man or just as someone who hasn't had any kind of abuse like that. I've had mental abuse from many ex-girlfriends. Right. And bitches, you know who you are. (laughs) So fuck you. No, I don't understand the pushiness of it. I don't think it was pushy at all. And then I did think I was like, okay, so what if the roles were reversed? Like, what if if it was the woman and a man? Right. Well, I was wondering if they were going to go there. But But, like I said, it would have pissed a lot of people off if they did. Yeah. But also with the whole... A pregnancy thing they they had that element to it and yeah i just yeah it 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 worked better like this honestly and as much as of course if you don't want to watch a woman like being abused then you shouldn't see this movie now and like and if you guys haven't seen this movie we're gonna go over the last end of the movie just because i want to get her opinion on this because i'm curious what did you think about the fact that she at the ending uh how did you feel about that because it's almost like a bittersweet ending well, okay, so... It's like, on one hand, it's like, fulfills some weird fantasy you have in your head, but on the other end, they don't really explain what he did to justify all of it, and if he actually did it in some regard, too, he, so it kind of leaves it in that I, weird... I don't think they needed to explain why he did it, because people just do shit like that, so... Right, my, but I think it wanted to toy with that a little bit, and, and mess with, like, uh, people who may not know. Because if we thought for a second that the roles were reversed or if she actually did, all of this really did happen, uh-huh. then that means that there's somebody out there that probably thought for a doubt, no doubt that she was making it all up. Well, right. Do you and see I'm what I'm sure, saying? Yeah. And you know what? I'm sure there's still people who are going to think that. Yeah. And that, but but just her character and what she felt like she'd been through, she knew she wasn't going to get justice and no one was going to believe her, obviously, because they'd never believe her. And that's why she had to kill him. Right. Because that was the only way it was going to stop. I thought it was a cool ending, although, like I said, it's bittersweet. Like, it feels very bitter and very sweet. Right. Because her friend, what was the guy's name? The the guy she was staying with? James. James. Like, fucking bug just flew right at my face oh my god it's gonna lay eggs in you it has the, has the virus it's gonna it lay virus. eggs in my mouth <laughs> but james he like is a really cool character and you really like him because he's very sympathetic even though he's a hard time believing her he trusts in her right he tries to give her the benefit of the doubt and it's like you really like him and so in a way i felt like she let him down at the end right. of the movie so it kind of was like oh now they're not friends you know right. <laughs> <laughs> i know that sounds so stupid but but if she would have left adrian alive she she couldn't even have that chance to be a friend with him because that look he gives her yeah she's like he's like well so She's like, I know it seems that way, but I didn't, you know, I'm fine though. Everything's fine, you know? And he's like, she's like, what does it look like? What did it sound like to you? And he said, she said, well, it sounds like he killed himself. Right. But he's saying it like, I like, guess. I guess, yeah, I have to say this. Justice is served. Right, because you can't prove that she killed him. She had an invisible suit on. Right, but they already proved that the invisible suit was there, so that is kind of a loose, yeah, loose But end. they confiscated that and one suit. And he sees it so in her bag. Know. Oh, well, yeah. Well, he knew, but there was no way he could prove it. And what's the point? He was a piece of shit anyway. <laughs> like, right. Why go through that? But that look he gives her after she walks by. 
Well, it's because he's a good like, guy. Like he's a cop. He's a good guy. He, you know, he has a daughter. He and he he thinks that even if somebody gets killed, that probably um, deserved it. it. Yeah. That they should still go through the process. That's why, because he's a cop. Well, he did kill her sister, or so we think. Right. We don't know if it was his brother he, or not. It wasn't the brother. What did you think of that twist? I liked it a lot because then it made me think, oh shit. Oh shit! Like I then I thought Adrian was dead. Like he really did kill himself, mm. and then the brother took over. I didn't think Adrian was still alive. Right, it's interesting. So There's that was an interesting a good other twist. twist. Yeah, I th- I liked it. I, I knew that good. she was going to come back to that suit at some point because she of hid course. it in that special spot. But she hid it because she wanted to show somebody to prove her point. Right. But she could never get to that point because he wouldn't let her. Right. Hmm. I don't know. It's a good movie though. It's not perfect. Now, I did enjoy watching it at home and instead of in the theater because we could pause it and we could talk to each other uh, when the movie was going right, on. Right, but I still like watching it in the theater. Do I? See, I don't I like know. the I process. Li- I, li- I liked it at home. And I only got on my phone once. I don't, I I don't want that. this to be a normal thing. I like going to the theater. I think going out is something a big deal for me. It's like... Oh, well, yeah, because you know you don't know ever get out. Yeah, well, fuck you. Yeah, but <laughs> I like yelling at the TV screen. When somebody dies, I mean, it was, it's always more intimate, and we have a nice big TV, and we have a nice surround sound system, so it is kind of nice, and we don't have to worry about scratching our nuts or smelling bad or being uncomfortable. Or listening or, to other people fucking talk. Yeah, that's being true. A jackass. Although Murray movie. did bark a couple of times, he did so. bark, but that's okay because he's cute. We hit him though. We made him go oh, to shut sleep. Shut up! No, we didn't. Don't say that. It's not funny. <laughs> you don't joke about abusing dogs. God <laughs> damn it! You do it. It's not real. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, so we do have another movie that we're going to be talking about here, guys, and that is The Hunt 2020 that came out in theaters for like a week. And then they said, yoink, yep. <laughs> we're going to put it out on um, on fucking VOD for early access. Because it didn't do anything at the box office, huh? Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit oh, more here. Okay, but- sorry. But the story is 12 strangers wake up at a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. They don't know they've been chosen for a very specific purpose. (laughs) The hunt. Is it really specific? (laughs) We'll get into that later. Uh, Okay. So this is directed and produced by Craig Zobel, who has worked on Great World of Sound, Compliance Z for Zachariah. This is also written and produced by Nick Cuse, who has done two episodes of The Leftovers, as well as a staff writer on 10 of them. He's also wrote three episodes on Maniac on Netflix, which is the one with uh, Jonah Hill. Yeah, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill and the red haired girl who always got into trouble. Famous actress. Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, I think it is. It's it's Lindsay Lohan and and Jonah Hill. Remember they're locked up in a psychiatric ward and they take all this medication and it makes makes them trip out and shit and see stuff and they share dreams and shit. That was not Lindsay. Well, whatever her name is, she's red haired. She was in a Herbie movie, the the remake of Herbie. It was Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. So uh he also did two episodes of the Watchmen TV show, and he also produced those last two and the hunt. Plus, it also was written and produced by Damon Lindelof, one of the Lost series creators, by the way. He oh, also, really? Mm-hmm. I love that show. He also wrote Cowboys and Aliens, Prometheus, World War Z, Star Trek Into Darkness. He did some Watchmen episodes, and he's the creator for Leftovers, The Leftovers. I haven't seen that. Is that a show? I think so. Yeah, it is a TV show, oh, but I don't I don't know much about it. I forget. I've seen it. I know I've seen a trailer for it. I just don't remember what it's about. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think? You like it? Also, the cast of this movie is Betty Gilpin, who plays Christo. Christo. 
<laughs> she was in the Walker TV series, Nurse Jackie TV series, Masters of Sex TV series, Stuber movie, Glow TV series, and the Grudge movie that just came out in 2020. Also has Hilary Swank, who plays Athena. She was in Million Dollar Baby, BoJack Horseman, I Am Mother, Logan Lucky, 1114, The Core, Insomnia, Sometimes They Come Back Again, Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie, and plenty more. Also has Ike Barinholtz, who plays the character Staten Island, because they don't really say his name. He was in Suicide Squad, Disaster Movie, Neighbors 1 and 2, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and The Oath. Also has Ethan Supley, who plays Gary, who is in American History X, Butterfly Effect, Mall Rats, Wolf of Wall Street, and many more. Hmm. He's the guy that lost all that weight recently that everybody's oh, like freaking right. out about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's actually pretty thin in this movie, too. Yeah, he is. So this was like the transition movie where he was like going to buff dude now right he's got like a Rambo. beard yeah he yeah. dude he's like buff as fuck dude um also has wayne duvall who plays don <laughs> he was an old brother where art thou lincoln prisoners fargo gotham the leftovers and more it also has emma roberts who plays yoga pants she was in obviously american horror story several seasons uh screen queens where the millers nerve and more the budget for this movie was 14 million dollars even though it got pulled early from the theaters just this time, uh-huh. not before, right. when, when it because it did release in theaters here a few weeks ago. Right. And I think it's it was still in there until they started closing down theaters. It made $6.5 million at the box office. So that's probably yeah, that's one weekend. Right. And, uh, you know, because of the plague, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it does via the early access at home sales if they even tell people. Right. They'll probably just say it was very successful or it was okay. We're we're still sticking to, you know, theaters. We're going to gouge the prices. Right. So, Christina, what are your thoughts oh, on this fine movie? I forgot it was my turn. Yeah. This movie really kicks off. Like, I was like, holy shit. And this is our spoiler for you guys, so don't worry. Yeah, it's spo- I'm not going to spoil anything. So it really kicks off. It's really good the first 30 to 45 minutes. Okay. And then it just totally went off the rails as uh, in about the Kind of with you there. Yeah. Um, wh- I think it's because once they started into the actual character development of the, of the characters in the story, mm-hmm. like, it really just started to lag. Yeah, like the explanation of why it was happening yeah, became why it was, very stupid. Why it was happening, why those specific people were was there. Yeah, and then it just totally... Um, I really thought they could have uh, taken this movie further, but they probably wanted to keep it safe. Right. Like, they didn't want to affect... Politically, too, you're yeah, saying. too many people. But I did think they were trying to accomplish a storyline like an American story cult, the cult season, mm-hmm. because I thought they did a really good job, and I think they were trying to achieve that, but okay. they didn't quite get there. I might vary with you on that. Right. And, of course, that was a show, and this is, you know an hour and a half movie right so it's a little different but yeah 45 minutes went by like yeah boom, it really did like and fast then, i looked up and, and i was, was like holy shit like, it's almost halfway over yeah and then it just yeah. it was just i don't know what 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 i don't even know what they could have done but anyway i honestly think that first 45 minutes totally worth it you should watch it just for that first it's, it's worth part. owning for that reason alone i think it really is it really is um, uh, did you think it was funny? You never mentioned anything about oh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did think it, it was really funny. I thought all of the characters were funny. You mm. couldn't take anybody seriously. Yeah. Like, 
everybody was just doing their predict or predictable part, like typical. Yeah, just their typical part, mm-hmm. like over the top. Yeah, over the top funny, which is really good. Until about things started getting a little bit serious, and then again, like it, it then it kind of wore on the humor too. Yeah, it's like it got serious, even though it was less funny at that point in time. And there really wasn't a message. Right. There was no message whatsoever. Yeah. And I won't spoil anything, but I, yeah, the ending, I just wish there was a little bit more. Um, I did like the fighting scenes. I like how they gave them weapons. It was in the trailer um, to fight them. I liked all that combattery mm-hmm. and a lot of some of the scenes between the women fighting reminded me of Kill Bill. Yeah. See, which I really liked. But anyway, I, I ended up giving this just like a six out of ten because it it really? Was, but okay. I do think people should watch it for the first, like, 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah. And what about you, Mr. Alex? Well, I mean, obviously, I wanted to see this for a long, long time before all the controversy. So when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, cool. You know, this looks awesome. It looks like fun. You know, like like it's right. making fun of everything, you know. And that's how I took it. I mean, if you guys aren't familiar with, like, what the whole situation was, I'll de- I'm going to detail it for you as quick as I possibly can. At the at the end of the year of this past year, this movie was going to release before anyone had actually seen the damn thing. The trailer used the word hunting deplorables, and that sure did trigger a lot of people <laughs> because it <laughs> insinuated that they were referring to Trump supporters. Which technically they were, uh, because they don't say it outright in the movie necessarily, but that's what they were saying. Right. So a lot of the people on the right, including the president of the United States, <laughs> Trump himself said it was disgusting and that it should be taken down. That. Yeah, I, I think it was like something And he like, probably didn't even see it, but anyway. No, he, of course he didn't. He doesn't yeah, see exactly. anything. He, he's just, a he knows everything. <laughs> He knows everything, or at least he bullshits his way through it anyway. So Universal and Blumhouse put the release on hold saying this just isn't the right time, guys. And we didn't think about it. There were other people, though, behind the scenes who had made the movie who were like, yeah, but this is not what that's not what this movie is about. It's not like you think, you know, because if if they are hunting the bad guys who are Trump supporters, technically the guys being hunted are the good guys because in all of these stories, they come up and and that's what everybody kept arguing. Like, doesn't make any sense. Why are you guys getting triggered? Snowflakes, you know, like, because of course, you know, because that's like a common terminology that's used on each other. But fast forward to this year and the movie's about to release under the fucked up coronavirus pandemic that we're currently dealing with now since nobody was leaving the house. And of course, a lot of the theaters were closing they decided to put the movie out as an early home release for 20 bucks a pop for, same thing with invisible man so although you know invisible man was out a little bit more for like a month uh before they put it out like this but i think right, they, right. i think they figured weeks. yeah we might not see any money for this for a long time let's mm-hmm. get it now <laughs> while the good while the, you know while the getting is good yeah so was it all that controversial guys i don't think so not really you know, as exclaimed by many, the idea that there was this elite group out to hunt deplorables is true in the most ridiculous sense. But the deplorables are the good guys, like I like we assumed. Right. And I'd used good guys lightly. But man, this movie really takes off right away with dark comedy and horror and like gore. 
Oh, yeah. It's gore-filled and silly. You know, the first half is fucking hilarious and had me super excited for this movie. Like, the pacing was just fucking outstanding. And not because supposed deplorables were getting picked off, mind you, but because it's so absurd. It's funny. Yeah, bodies are exploding. Right. Imagine, if you will, a heated conversation about politics between a few people on the right and the left on Twitter. Now, imagine while they're debating online with this vitriol towards one another to somehow save the world or shine a light on the conspiracy or whatever it is that they're arguing about, that there is a physical war playing out each harsh word or name calling. Okay, that's essentially what you get with the hunt, because it is making fun of that kind of exchange. Right. In my opinion, it is, though, and superior, superiorly on the nose with that as well later on but i won't spoil what i mean by that but for those of you who have seen it you'll know what i'm talking about but it's a fun movie that paints one side just as stupid as the other exactly and you know shows how misunderstandings turn into this kind of bullshit and fighting to the death based on their own perceived misconceptions of one another you know it should have enough in here for each side to delight in and some of the nonsense that most of us see on a daily basis online from the sidelines, mm-hmm. you know, it's very much, in my opinion, an outsider's view of the vitriolic behavior of online anonymity. You know what I mean? Because people can say whatever they want, but when they actually sit and, and talk in person, they might get in an argument, but it's usually like not as vitriolic as that. Right. You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's a different thing. So it, it sort of shines a light on the hypocritical nature of us all, especially online, because sometimes the most vocal right or wrong have more to hide and are just as fucked up as the people they're pointing at. Right. Or are just as stupid and and are agenda ridden as uh, the other. You know, sure, I may be making it seem like this movie has an agenda, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> like, there really is no message that shines a light on anything, on any party of any side. It's really just making fun of everybody. Right. In the whole political spectrum right now. And it's really funny. In the beginning, like really funny. It, yeah. Like I was, I was like, l- like cackling, laughing, like at some parts and the gore too. We yeah, were ridiculous. just like, whoa, like we were really <laughs> into it. But like you said, halfway through, man, movie goes down, you know, but that's, you know, some of the charm of it and also some of right. the downfall of it is that it became kind of a joke of itself. Right. And that said, I still think it does a good job of painting society as out for itself obviously more so Americans in general, but it does devolve into more silliness and it felt like it leaned heavier on the spoof side of things by the end. Right. Which is where it really turned me off a little bit, which is a shame too, because it's so fun and definitely not a bad watch, but you do realize by the end that this, it's just pointless, (laughs) (laughs) which is really sad because like in some respects, I understand it's like, you're not really supposed to pick as winner. We're really just making fun of everything. And I feel like it, it should have ended on a different way. And I won't say how it ended or anything like that. So don't worry. I think maybe the message that maybe they're trying to have or the overall messages is just pointing out, you know, we just need to chill out and take the bumpy ride known as life. It's not as bad as we all perceive it to be, even though there are people out there that are disgusting. Right. But the people that are out there are disgusting is everyone. (laughs) And I think that's really what the message of this movie is. So I liked it, but I wish it was a little bit better. I'd say I'd give it like a seven. Like, yeah, it's good. 
but it really does fall apart by the end. And, you know, it's, I think the, the woman who'd played Crystal in the movie was really good. She did really good. She's gonna, like, she's, she's done badass. stuff, but she was really good. I, I was really impressed with her. She did better than Hillary Swank because Hillary Swank was doing her bitchy yeah, thing, like you know, which is typical of her. But this girl, she was Dude, badass. She made me think she was in the military. She was funny. She was yeah. like dry humor funny. Yeah. Like she was good. And I she I really enjoyed her the most. Yeah. There are other characters in this movie, a lot of really strong characters in this movie and like surprises that you'll be like, holy shit, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's worth a watch. I don't know if it's worth renting for twenty dollars. No, it's not. You know, if a movie was like a nine or a ten, I would say yeah, but anything below that I really don't know that it's worth renting at $20 as much as I, you know, we paid for it. We had a long discussion on whether or not we were going to do it because of everything that's going on right now. And I was just like, fuck it. You know, let's just do it. We could talk about it on the podcast. We could do Corditis. We did it for you guys. We really did. So, and we wanted to kind of keep the fun going and kind of the excitement that it is and watch two new movies that we didn't get a chance to see because... We didn't get to see The Invisible oh, Man. You never even mentioned it. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Well, we were going to go see it in the theater, but we, with everything that was going on with my mom, and my mom actually ended up back in the hospital that day. Right. So we, so just, there was we just never no. got to see it. Yeah, and then it was like immediately after all that is when the virus really started. So it was just like, fuck it. And now the theaters are closed. So, hey, yeah. there you go. But at least Shit we got happens. to see it. Now we're going to have to yeah. buy them and it's going to be, we basically spent like $80 on both movies. <laughs> really? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So you gave it a six, I gave it a seven. So 6.5 between the two of us on that one. And in The Invisible Man, you gave it an eight. I gave it an 8.5. Yep. So 8.25 for us on that one. Yep. So that one's the winner, huh? Yep. Ding, 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 ding. So we do have some spoilers that we're going to talk about in this movie to kind of go over some of the stuff. If you've seen the movie, you can listen to this. If you haven't, I highly urge you not to because there really isn't any spoilers in this movie. It's really just a ride movie. So I guess you could listen, but I'd encourage you to watch it first and come back. We'll always be here. You can always check back and listen to our spoilers section. So it'll make sense to you when you do hear us talk about it. We warned you. Yeah. Timestamps are below. As always, you've been warned. Uh, so I don't want to jump into something that's like spoilerific because there's one thing that you freaked out about in the very beginning. Well, it happened right but don't, at the We're not going to talk about it just yet. We got to ease it in. Uh, we can't just fucking stick the dick in the butthole right off the bat and uh, just why like. Why not? Let's get it over you gotta with. You got to ease it in. get it over with. <laughs> um, so what did you think about the tone of it where right off in of the beginning of the movie like what, what did you like yeah again right off at of the beginning and it's like you didn't exactly know who these people were and then they everybody was just running around killing each other yeah you see these hoity-toity guys on a plane and it's the dude from uh, It's Always Sunny right I was like wait a second is that the Always Sunny in Philadelphia guy because yeah. he's looked like he's had a lot of plastic surgery no it's, really I don't think has. it was I don't think it's plastic surgery do you think, I think it's the lighting or something no he was just thin yeah, no, that would no. Cause he was he had, extremely like, thin. Bones and like this right here, like all this was I don't, gone. I have no idea what the fuck I you're talking know. He's about. He's always been thin though. <laughs> I just thought he looked thinner than he does on the show. Oh, That's all I thought. And I thought he had work done, but it doesn't matter. I right. was just, I was like, I couldn't, I didn't recognize him. But anyway, yes, I don't even know what to say. 
I like how they they placed it in a different country. Yes, and they kind well, of had to. That's a thing that 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 I think they did intentionally to kind of shine a light on what other countries think of us. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes like, sense. Like, they're like, whatever, it's your fucking problem. Yeah, especially when they ran into the military. In, right. Were they Croatia? They're eating a, yeah, they were in, uh, yeah, I think it was, was Croatia. It Croatia? Yeah. I, I forget. But, uh, yeah, and the, yeah, they were just like, what the fuck ever? And even when the fake uh, U.S. ambassador came rolling up, like, they didn't even check. They were just like, here you go. Take these Americans. Get them away from us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is some pretty funny jokes in there. Like, we can talk about the Emma Roberts thing now. Oh, thank you. Yoga, oh, my God. Ro- yoga pants. So, joke. I know a lot of people don't like Emma Roberts for some reason. I really like her as an actress. I think she's freaking hilarious. I think she's very funny. So when I found out she was going to be in this movie, I did get really excited. I was like, yes, I get, you know, I like Emma Roberts. And literally five minutes, she gets her fucking head blown up. (laughs) She was like, ooh, it almost hit me. And then it's like, and then she's like, you hear the the bullet gunshot go off and it's like, whoosh. And there's a bam! Like, <laughs> her head blew up. Yeah, she see it all over that guy's face. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty cool. And then there's that, that fucking scene with the chick who falls in the pit. She was like, I'm going to oh, have God. a nice pie after it's I get It's my birthday. This, and I'm going to have a whole pie. <laughs> <laughs> and then she fucks. And then she flew back into the pit. Yes, she gets blown up like a fucking grenade goes off and blows her, that guy, and her up. Uh-huh. And she falls back on the fucking spikes. And someone's like, she's like, here, shoot me, you stupid bitch, or whatever. <laughs> and he, and like, <laughs> right, right. She's like, you fucking snowflake. Yeah, you ended, bam, she blew her fucking head Dude. Oh, yeah, she called him a snowflake. <laughs> That, that was, was seriously funny, that was dude. Really funny. And it was just joke after joke after joke with that shit. Right. They go to the fucking goddamn fucking uh, gas station. Uh huh. And holy shit, that was funny that was as cool. fuck too. And I liked it when she opened up the donuts and started eating them, and they were poison. So she automatically starts foaming at the mouth. And right. Like, what the fuck? And I totally called that. That one guy was from Florida. I was like, oh, that yeah, that yeah. style of dressing like he is is totally so like funny. white trash Florida, whatever you want to call it. You know yeah. what I mean? And then I loved it when uh, uh, stereotypical or whatever. Right. I loved it when she. They, so they ended up dying and then she comes into the the gas station and she knows what's up like she knows they're no 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 you're missing a part what because there is like they gas everybody they throw a gas canister which makes everybody fucking stop breathing and die oh yeah yeah, and the one guy's still breathing and still alive (laughs) and then he she's it's the florida guy and 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 the old man is wearing the gas mask and she is too and they're And he's like, he's like, oh yeah, and climate change is real. Bang! <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that. Dude, that shit was fucking funny, man. Like, we were like, oh my god, like, uh. And then they have this like really fun. The old woman and her, uh, old woman and him have that great going yep. back yeah. and forth. They were great. And she's like, don't drink that; it's poison. And he's like, oh shit. And she's like, it's too much sugar. And he's like, god damn it. <laughs> I didn't know you poisoned the... Yeah, I didn't know you poisoned all the drinks, no, too. No, no, no. It just has too much sugar. You should, you're poisoning yourself with the sugar. Right. It's so... That is so funny. And then she comes in. Yeah. The crystal girl who... She wants to get a pack of smokes. 
Right. And she's like, what state am I in? Yeah. What state am I in? And I'm like, they show the pack and you always have that little state stamp. Right. On the bottom. For the cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And um, they look at the pack and she says, oh, that'll be 725 or whatever the fuck it was. And she's like, she's like, slams her head on the fucking table, kicks the old man, grabs the gun, shoots him. He goes flying off. And then the other lady's like cowering, like, please don't, don't shoot me, you know, whatever. I got grandkids. And she was like, you fucked up, lady. <laughs> she's like, Arkansas cigarettes are $6. You fucked up. Bam. <laughs> That shit was great. That was like, that was funny. That I mean, it's like, and that's when everything just kind of, uh, it was really funny for 45 minutes. And then it just kind of stops. Yeah. And then it tries to be serious. And then it's like, why are you being serious? If there's no fucking message. And the right. message, the ultimate message is two people, a, a person on Twitter got their, they got doxxed. They got their messages doxxed. And they were in a group text with each other talking about the hunt when there was no such thing as the hunt. Right. And they got their information stolen, and then they were like, all these conspiracy nuts on the right started to believe that there was this hunt for the elites who were hunting fucking deplorables in a game of death, you know what I mean? And it really would never existed until those people kept saying it. So that Athena, who was played by Hilary Swank, decides, okay, well, if you're going to blame me for this shit, I guess we might as well have a fucking hunt and does a hunt. And she is so stupid. Right. And it's like, and then they grab all these people that were talking shit about them, like these main, you know, out of 200 people, they pick these 12 people that are going to be fall victim to the the hunt. Right. And uh, because they were talking so much shit and making it all up that it never existed. Right. And, and then it's like, then she grabs the wrong girl. Like Crystal's yeah. not even the same girl yeah. that she had that tweeted at her. Yeah. Her, their names she got the name mistaken by like a letter well see and that's an example right there what they're doing is like um social uh what do they call it social justice oh uh-huh or what do they call it like social courtroom you know what i mean uh-huh the social judgment whatever right. they, where they like cancel culture and like oh yeah do you yeah, see what i mean yeah. like they were literally doing physical cancel culture <laughs> by doing the hunt right and they got the wrong person right and it was like, like everybody wrong was wrong person. in the end. So that's why I say that. Like yeah. nobody was right and it was all yeah. pointless. And then it made me think, I was like, okay, so is she really like a Republican or is she just like a moderate not give a shit? Like. I think she's just an opportunist. Yeah. I don't think she was ever the person. I, I believed that, her when she yeah, said oh, that. Oh, yeah. I, I Okay. I don't know that she was belonged to any affiliate. She just had an accent. Right. She's from know. Mississippi. Right. Yeah. She just it. had an accent. It doesn't yeah. mean that she's who she people. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what they were trying to say. That yeah. just because I have an accent and just because I talk like this doesn't mean that I support that kind of right, shit. Right. Exactly. Right. And she did serve. Okay. Remember? And she was like, yeah, good. she yeah, she she said she was she served in Afghanistan, too. And you could tell like that's what one thing I liked about the character is the way she acted. It, I was like, shit, that bitch was in the military. Like you could tell. So she must have done some research. Yeah, because that guy who is training Athena and the elites, who was only like a, a fucking uh, national fucking... National Guard? National Guard, yeah. that yeah. was funny. 
He uh, and he didn't kill him. She didn't kill him either. Oh, we forgot to mention that one scene that I really liked where Macon Blair is in it, which we've been seeing Macon Blair in a lot of stuff because we started watching Swamp Thing. He's in there. He's the spoiler alert devil. He plays the Wait. devil in Swamp Thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh my god, why is my mind? That's Macon Blair. He's okay. in this movie too. He plays the embassy guy. Oh, okay. And then she's like, <laughs> dude, that was a really funny scene too. That was good. He's that like, was good. so he's like, so why do you think this is happening? You know, and they're like, Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm just nobody, man. I don't know. I'm fucking nobody. And he's like, Yeah, but they're it's really strange that they would just pick you guys out of anybody, like trying to get them to admit to their sins, so right, to speak. Right. Without them, without him actually saying it, and she just picks her knees up to her chest, and she's like, she grabs the shit handle, and she turns, yeah, and then kicks him in the face, and then opens the door and rolls him out, then backs over his head while Don's freaking out in the back. He's like, whoa, 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 don't do that. He's a ride out of here. No, he's not. He's a liar. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that. Do you, I don't remember if we ever saw Don as part of the elites. Was he actually part of the elites? I don't know. I think that could have gone either See, they're, way. They're kind of obscuring, uh, you know, the yeah. line, and I think that's intentional because, again, this is like, like if Twitter came to life, right, right, and like an argument. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's why I say that. You know what I mean? Like that's what it feels like to me. Right. So I, I don't know if it's exactly that, but it's because it's kind of a cool and interesting idea. It just doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't have enough substance to make it like it could have been really great, like in my opinion. Yeah, it really could have. And it's so funny to me of how so many people were so upset about this movie being so controversial and would get people to go out and start shooting Republicans. Like, yeah. really, no, dude? No. People are just lost their minds in this time so right. maybe it's even more of a factor of why this movie is made and i'm taking it for granted right so i don't know what else is there anything else oh that's what i wanted to talk about when they're oh. fighting in the kitchen hillary yeah. swank and that other girl well athena and and crystal are fighting in the kitchen right that's when it got super silly she was like no not the glass again don't, don't throw me through the oh, glass yeah. again no glass no glass no more glass no. yeah it's like they have so much in common and it doesn't make any sense because they're kind of like dancing together rather than right. than fighting than fighting yeah yeah it's like they oh, both understand each other at this moment and it's kind of weird and they end up dying together almost but crystal well, lives really, yeah. yeah and i didn't really understand like she was like drinking that 1905 fucking champagne at the end and she's like they were like how does it taste and she's like fucking beautiful yeah that was weird i, was like, I didn't understand oh, this what is she wait, now? is she wait. actually the real elite in the beginning was weren't they talking about a certain champagne? Right, they that, did. They yeah, mentioned it. So maybe that's why. Maybe it was just in well, the, the guy from the uh, It's Always Sunny. What's his name? I don't know. Anyway, that he guy he was sunny? talking about it in the very beginning of the movie right. where the dude wanders out. So that it just Randy it, walks out and then they stab him in the face with the pen and then like stick the shoe in his eye, uh-huh. which I thought was kind of funny. I don't think she was an elite though. But I mean, is she? I don't understand. Like. I think they were just ending it how it began. Yeah, because she puts on this, like, smoking dress, you know, like, she looks all Fuck prestigious it, why not? and shit. Fuck it. I don't know. I don't think there's a real message there. I yeah, think it's just, like... Yeah, because even the shoes, they showed her in the shoes. Because she's beginning like, have you ever had caviar? Just like what that guy said. Beginning where it ended. Ending right. where it began. Yeah. It was every... The shoes, the caviar, the champagne. That's all how it began. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it. I don't know. Is, is there really a point? It's no. just it's like a, it's just like it's a, a silly movie. It's a moment, and and it, but it's a fun moment. Right. <laughs> it just doesn't have like a long life lasting message. It could have been reason. a better moment. Like there is no lesson to be learned here, other than that we're all fucking idiots, right? Because we are. <laughs> and it's pretty funny how they fucking they paint each each stereotype and shit. It's really funny, right? Yeah, like even when they're arguing in the bunker. About oh, stupid yeah, shit. Yeah, about stupid shit. Yeah. And like, they're like, oh, that is so racist what you just said. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> we can, they can, they're, it's okay to call them black people now. Yeah. Like, that's, remember, they just said it on CNN or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, they have been saying that in this voting a year, isn't it? They've been like, I always thought it, I don't it, know. it always seems like in poor taste when they're like, yeah, the black votes are going to blah, 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 right. blah, blah. And it's like, Oh, wait. Can't we just refer to them as like all votes? Yeah. Why do you have Well, yeah, to... because they got to win demographics, though. They're only Why? looking because they're only looking at stats. They don't look at everybody like real people. Um, it's like, well, how do we manipulate this demographic? Hmm. Either side. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah. So I think that's pretty much it. Yep. Um, Bye. <laughs> what did you guys think, though? I mean, I'd really like to know what you guys thought of these movies and uh, if it's something that you were interested in watching or you're going to, you know, splurge on the movies since you got nothing to cheer you up and everybody's stuck at home. Everybody keeps talking about the positives. There's negatives plenty. So it's like I think people are just trying to keep hope in their homes and uh for that reason alone since we don't really have to go anywhere we can provide some sort of uh entertainment for your weekly uh endeavors but yeah guys so hopefully that gives you guys some stuff to do this this week or the next couple however many weeks that we're on lockdown we're gonna keep going because we enjoy doing this stuff yeah might as well we got a little bit more time now yeah maybe we'll do some like stuff on youtube too or we pick out like top three like three different movies that are so bad it's good and like talk about it or something. I've been wanting to do that. Um, for me, this is just a regular week because I never leave the house. So right. I, the apocalypse is going on outside. I just have no idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and uh, please let us know what you guys think in the comment section down below. And definitely don't forget to give us a follow on YouTube at Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. Really means a lot to us. So stay at home, stay at home, wash your hands, be safe. Don't, you know, don't, practice social distancing, guys. Don't go to work sick. I will report you. Yeah. Well, if you if anybody can, it seems like everybody's not working. So there's still people working as long as the power and the Internet are on. We'll be doing this for you guys. Right. So um, but I uh, I wish you guys the best of luck out there. I don't want to hear about anybody getting sick. Be safe out there. We love you. And as always. Long live the void.